there's, there's quite a strange paradox. Uh, but today is, is Megillah, it's our opening at our first uh, shir in Masechta Megillah, Daf Beis Amud Beis. And we're talking about city and suburban life. Area Prazot. The, uh, the, the, there's an interesting paradox in the sense that people crave space, but if I'm not mistaken, some of you will know better than me, so the most expensive real estate per square meter is in the most crowded areas. Does that make sense? Um, that, that it, doesn't, it, it doesn't really make sense. So what is that relationship? And I want to give you an example here how by learning through a piece of Gemara, one can understand the, the qualitative aspect of, a, of an idea, such as proximity and community, such as city versus suburban life. One would think, what's this got to do with, with, with halakha? And this is a very halakhic piece of Gemara. Uh, but as we learn through it, you'll, you'll be able to see how we get an, an, an understanding of the Torah's view of real estate uh, and, and where value lies and why value lies, lies there. Uh, there's something quite unique about Purim, and that's articulated by the Rambam. Ezehuzman uh, Kriyata, which is the day, when is the time for Kriyata Megillah? Zmanim Harbei Tiknula Chachamim. The Chachamim made many different times for Megillah. Where do we find that? Many different times for Sukkot, many different times for, for, for Yom Kippur. Where, where do we find a, a precedent for such an idea? And all sorts of different days on which the Megillah is read. And that's how the Masechta starts. Megillah nikret, b'yud alef, b'yud bet, b'yud gimel, b'yud alet, b'tet vav, lo pachot v'lo yoter. Can't be more or less than the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, the 14th, or the 15th of Adar. It gives us five options and then says, can't be more or less. But there's no other special day, there's no, no other Yom Tzip in the calendar that has such a wide spectrum of possibility. Um, what is that all, all about? So the Gemara then goes through learning it, and the Psukim that we need to know, the Psukim in the Megillah, and one Posuk in, in Dvorim, uh, and the Psukim in the Megillah are from Perek Tet. And the Jews who were in Shushan gathered together on the 13th and on the 14th of that month. And they rested on the 15th. They had peace and quiet on the 15th of Adar. And they made that day, the 15th of Adar in that year, a day of Mishteh Vesimcha. Alkein, therefore, the Jews in open cities, unwalled cities, celebrate Purim on the 14th of Adar, and they have Simcha, Mishte, Yomtov, and they send gifts one to another. Mordechai legislated this as, as, as a halacha for the future. To make the 14th and the 15th of Adar the days of Purim each year. And in this, in the legislation of this halacha, there's no real talk about who keeps the 14th, who keeps the 15th. It just says the 14th and the 15th are the two days. What does this word peruzim or perazim uh, mean? Says Rashi, She'enam yoshvim people who don't sit in a city that is walled, Barbasa. They celebrate Purim on the 14th. And those who sit in walled cities, who live in walled cities, keep it on the 15th. Notice that both in Rashi and in the Psuk, in the Posuk, we're talking about the Jew, the individual, not the city. 
the chiyuv is on the person. If you live in a city, it's not that it's not so much that the chiyuv is on the on the city. That Yerushalayim is on the fifteenth and Tel Aviv is on the fourteenth. It's people who live in Yerushalayim keep it on the fifteenth. People who live in Yer- in Tel Aviv keep it on the fourteenth. And the reason that I that I raise this is because it indicates to us there's a qualitative difference between those who live in walled cities and those who don't live in walled cities. We need to understand that. What difference does it make? Every Jew is a Jew. The Hekev Zetzarich Shiyamimotu Yushobin Narashi goes on to say, so now we've established the walled cities of the 15th and the unwalled cities of the 14th. When, what, what is a walled city? That has to be from the time of Yeshua bin Nun, Kachta Shul Belamdu Rabbateinu. That's how we learn in the Gemara. One more posuk before we go to the Gemara. So we get the origin of this word, Areya Prazim, this, these open cities, what, where does it come from? When Moshe in Pegimel of Dvorim is describing the battle against Og Melech Habashan, and he says, we conquered all the lands of Og, including the Kol Ele Arim Betzurot Chomag Vohad Latayim with Riach, we conquered all these major cities that, that had gates, walls, gates, and locks, uh, quite apart from all the open villages, the open, open towns that didn't have walls, that we certainly conquered. That's where we first see this word. And Rashi says on that, they're open and without, without a, a wall. And very importantly, Rashi brings a posuk from Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim, this is part of the klala, this is part of the, the, the curse, the punishment, that after the destruction, Yerushalayim will, will exist unwalled. What's so terrible about that? One thing one can say is it's insecure, it won't have protection. But we see that there's a qualitative difference which we want to try and understand. There's something else going on here with this walled and this unwalled. It's not just about military security, because what difference would that make to, to when Purim is and to the Jews who live in it? There's something else going on here. What, what is that? So here we have our Gemara on Daf Beis Amud Beis, quoting the Mishnah: "Krachim amukafim chomami mot Yeshua binun kurim b'chamisha asa." The Mishnah says that if the city is is <coughs> is walled, then from the time of Yeshua, then we read it on the on the fifteenth. And the Gemara says, "Menan amili, where do we see this from?" And it brings the psukim that we learned in 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 the Megillah. Um, and it goes out, so maybe it's the 14th and the 15th, and the Gemara goes on to all sorts of possibilities and works out from the wording in the Megillah that it has to be this way, that the walled city is on the 15th and the others on the 14th. But there's a sheet of Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha which is important. Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha holds, Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha says that the, the determining date of walled is Achashverosh. If the city is like Shushan that was walled from at that time of Achashverosh, then it's a walled city. Uh, so then the Gemara says, uh, why? Where does Rabbi Yeshua ben Kocha get it from? Because it's like Shushan. In that case, what about our Mishnah that sits from the time of Yeshua bin Nun? Why, why Yeshua? What's he got to do with the story? Yalif Prazi Prazi. We learn that as a Gzeira Shavah. There's a machloket, there's a difference of opinion between Rashi and the Ritvo as to whether this is a real Gzeira Shavah. Gzeira Shavah means when an unusual word is used in two places in the Torah, you can draw certain conclusions from these two places and compare the one to the other. Uh, but they have to be, the Gzeira Shavah has to be taught, it has to come from a so you can't make up your own thing. Uh, and, and just say there's a word here and there's a word there, so let's learn, let, let's learn things backwards and forwards. There are only specific Gzera Shavas. The Ritval says this isn't a Gzera Shava. You can't have a Gzera Shava from 
the Chumash to, to, to Tanakh. Gzer Shava only works within the, within the Chumash. It's just a, a means of learning. So, so we link, whether it's a Gzer Shava or it's a means of learning, it doesn't affect us right now. Prozi, Prozi, it says in Devorim, the open cities, the unwalled cities, and it says here, unwalled cities, and therefore, the, just as those unwalled cities were at the time of the conquest of, of Eretz Israel, so we also use unwalled cities at the time of the un, of the uh, of of Yeshua bin Nun. Ask the Gemara at the end of the paragraph that I've quoted here. El Ashushan de Avda command, but then what about Shushan? According to the view of the Mishnah, according to the view of Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha, it's fine. Shushan was was walled at the time of Achashverosh, so it's a it's a walled city, easy. But what about now? Shushan keeps on the 15th. Shushan was not walled as far as we know. We have no evidence of Shushan being walled at the time of Yeshua bin Nun. So Shushan should keep it on the 14th. Why is Shushan keeping it on the 15th? Answers the Gemara, Omar Rava, Vamri Lakadi, some say it was just Rava, some say it was just an anonymous statement. Shani Shushan ho ilve nasa banes. Shushan is an exception. So, so really interestingly, what emerges is it's not that we follow Shushan in, in the other walled cities. Why does Yerushalayim keep on the 15th? Because of, because of Shushan. And we call it Shushan Purim. It's a misnomer to call it Shushan Purim, actually. Because, says the Gemara, no, the question is, why does Shushan keep it on the 15th? Why Yerushalayim keeps it on the 15th is easy. We learn that in the Psukim. But why does Shushan keep it in the 15th? So it's, it, it's a, a completely different, different approach. And you see that in the Rambam. Because the Rambam says in Halacha Dalid, Zmanim Habetik Nulach Achomim, this Rambam that I quoted, these are the times. Kol Medina Shaita Mukefet Choma Bime Yoshua Binun Baaretz Bain Bachutzlaaretz Afapishain Lach Shav Choma Kurim Bachamisha Asabada. Any city which was walled in the time of Yoshua Binun, whether or not it's still walled, reads on the 15th. Umedinazu Anikret Krach, and such a city is called a Krach. There's even a different name for a city that was walled at the time of Yeshua bin Nun, and anyone that was not walled at the time of Yeshua bin Nun, even if now it is walled, reads on the 14th, and that's called an ir. Ir and krach, two different words. Then it's only in the next halacha, on the next page, in halacha hey, that the Rambam brings, Shushan Abira, what about Shushan? Even though Shushan Abira was not walled, Shushan is an exception. So again, it's, Yerushalayim is on the 15th not because it's Shushan Purim. The word Shushan, the, the Yerushalayim is on the 15th because it's walled from the time of Yeshua bin Nun. And the Megillah says that's the, those cities were read on, read on the 15th. The, the question is Shushan. Shushan is an exception. And that's because there was a, the miracle there. Belama Talua Dava, the Rambam now brings a Yerushalmi. Belama Talua Dava Bimei Yoshua. So what's it got to do with Yoshua bin Nun? Where, where does he fit into the story? Surely Rabbi Yeshua ben Kocha is right. This should be about the time of, of the Megillah, the time of Achashverosh, not the time of Yeshua bin Nun, which was so many years earlier. Kedei lachlok kavod l'Eretz Yisrael. Just not to embarrass and insult Eretz Yisrael. At the time that the Chachomim instituted these laws, Mordechai instituted these laws, at the time of Achashverosh, Eretz Yisrael was barren, it was desolate. There were no cities, and there certainly were no walled cities. And so what would happen now, those Jews that were living in Eretz Israel would read on the 14th, and in Shushan they're reading on the 15th, that wouldn't be nice. So they changed the timing so that the cities of Eretz Israel should read on, read on the 15th. You see from here a value statement that 
the reading on the 15th is greater than reading on the 14th. We specifically included Israel so as not to denigrate Israel. And, and the 15th is greater than the 14th because a walled city is greater than an unwalled city. There's, there's something about a walled city, and we know that is so, that walled city, everyone live inside the walls. Why? What is it? If you look at Rashi, um, Rashi also, by the way, we don't have to get into it, I just proved from, from this Rashi that Rashi also holds that Shushan is the exception. It's not, it doesn't, we don't learn it out of Shushan. We learned it out of the out of the verses in the Megillah that the, that walled cities from the time of Yeshua Binun are on the fifteenth, and Shushan is an exception. Even though it wasn't walled at the time of the fifteenth, it's an exception. But look at the Rashi on on, on Haprazim, Ir she'en la Choma. What does Prazim mean? It's a city without a wall. Umitoch kach yeshivata nafutsu faruz. And therefore, there's a lot of open space. People, the, the people live in suburbs. It's a, the difference is between suburban and city. That, that if it's walled, there's a limit on on urban sprawl. It's only as far as the walls go. It goes no further. So if you want to live in the city, you've got to build higher. You've got to build skyscrapers. It's like New York is a walled city. It doesn't have a wall. There's rivers around it, but it confines the the capacity for spread. And that's what a wall did artificially. In New York, it's natural. A walled city does it artificially. It says these are the boundaries of the city. You can't, it doesn't spread any further. If you want to live outside the walls, you can have estates and you can have uh, farms. You can have what you want outside the walls. If you want space, you go outside the walls. If you want to live inside the walls, this is it. And so you can build additional floors. You can kind, you know, like, like in Benebrak. People want to live in Benebrak. And you see all these little places people have added in, an apartment here, an apartment there, an extra floor. Who knows whether it's legal or not, but it's just, they want to live close. Uh, and there's something about, about living close. If it's not walled, they're far from one suburb to another. And, and what is that? What, what it is, is that proximity creates community. It's very hard to create community without proximity. It's, it, as much as in the virtual world and we can zoom around the world and we can sit on, the fact is we sit around a table at a shir, there's community. For each of our own houses on the Zoom, it's not community. It's okay, we're listening to a shir, but it's not community. If we're not davening together in a minion, if we're not coming together on Shabbos, and that's the idea of Eruv. The idea of Eruv is to build a wall around the space and say, this is our community. If you want to live inside the Eruv, this is where you live. And are we living on top of each other? Yes. And look at the energy that a city like New York has. Look at the energy that a city like, like Paris has, that a city like London has, compared to a city like Los Angeles. That is very beautiful, but it doesn't have that energy because energy is created by human beings. And when you've got a many, many human beings per square mile or per square kilometer, the, the, the energy heats up, but there's a lot more energy. People meet each other, people talk to each other, people communicate with each other, people socialize with each other. It's a different kind of energy. And therefore, it's the Yehudim HaPrazim. It's not the place, it's the Jews. It's the Al-Kain HaYehudim HaPrazim HaYoshvim There are Prazim Jews and there are city Jews. And they're different. A city Jew is, has a different communal responsibility. A, a city Jew has a different social responsibility. A city Jew is doing more chesed. A, a, a suburban Jew can do a lot of tzedakah, but chesed, day-to-day -day chesed, where you're helping people all the time, that's when people are living in close proximity. As much as we want space, and there's a, a value to, to space as well, obviously, we see from this Gemara how valuable crowded life is also. 
There's, some, there's a quality of life. You see, even Nebuch in some of the poor slums of the world, those people have a quality of life, not in terms of, of physical things, but in terms of their caring for one another in a way that you don't have in the big cities that are spread all over the place. So when we learn Hilchot Purim and we come to this idea, it's interesting that the Masechta starts with this, uh, that there's a different quality to an Ir Paruz, to the open cities where there is urban sprawl, and the cities where the space is confined, because close proximity creates close community. Uh, and we should understand the value of that, and that there's a reason why per, per square meter property in crowded cities is more expensive than in the open and, and the wide cities. People value that kind of energy that you have in New York, in a Yerushalayim, in a Tel Aviv. Why would anybody want to live in Tel Aviv? It's so crowded and it's so busy and everybody's on top of each other. Come and live in Ranana rather. Go and live up in the north. In the north, the property is cheap. You can have big space. Oh, but everybody wants to live in Tel Aviv. Why? Because it's not an Ir Paruz. There's a value to living in close proximity and we need to treasure that value, appreciate that value and use it for the, the chesed that it allows. Uh, the question with your